0: The new film is Last Three Days. Um, conceptually, where did where did the idea come from?
1: Yeah, so um, it just kind of started off as, you know, filmmakers talk about make what you know. And, you know, I've, you know, went to school, film school, you know, worked at a post-production company. And it was the sort of thing where I was like, well, what do I really know that much about <laughs> other than making a movie? um and so it kind of like just started with um you know a big part of the movie is the relationship between jack uh robert palmer Watkins, and then his wife beth and at that point i'd been married for a few years and it's like well it's like let's just start with that as kind of the core and then we're like and what you know like what is the kind of the most tense um high pressure situation you could put a marriage through to basically watch it you know bend and fracture and see what happens and so that's where it kind of then took on the crime thriller aspect so just it started as kind of just that relationship drama but then just to add the the tension to that relationship it was you know she's a nurse he's a police officer undercover police officer and then i have a friend who was an undercover police officer and like brought him just the basic kind of story and we had like a three or four hour conversation and then three weeks later, the script had its first draft done. Like it came from that basic concept and then talking to this guy about his experience as an undercover police officer in, I think it's the nineties.
0: Wow. But, but adding in the layer of science fiction on top of that. Yeah. So it's kind of a twist.
1: Yeah. No, I love science fiction, fantasy, all that sort of stuff. So I think starting with kind of the smaller marriage police officer, like that kind of stuff is like, all right, this gives us kind of, a grounded reality that we know we can pull off. You know, we can't necessarily go make Alien 7. Um, (laughs) But we're like, you know, the script was written around locations we knew we had access to. Um, And so then we're like, all right, now all this science fiction, fantasy, all this other stuff that we love, how can we then kind of layer it in there with that grounded reality that we know we can pull off?
0: In the 90s, you know, uh, Van Damme was doing Time Cop. Um, Yeah. And, and and comparing comparing this to time cop is like comparing you know a kid's watercolor to a monet it, it you this, <laughs> the the graphics in this are, are are incredible your acting is you know it's, it's not about what people think it's about it's it really is a relationship film
1: yeah no thank you that's uh our cinematographer, he was just incredible. And, you know, one of the things that we wanted to do from the beginning is we're like, we, you know, we were looking at like Blade Runner, Road to Perdition, you know, these movies that are like just known for their stunning visuals. And like, um, so, you know, and it's, you know, it's got that relationship side, but then also has that, you know, kind of neo-noir, yeah, almost like Blade Runner feel to it. We're like, how can we capture like the look and feel of Blade Runner in this kind of grounded reality? And we love doing the night shoots the colored lights, all of that.
0: Yeah, that's sci-fi noir. I think is the is yeah. is, is the term for Blade Runner. But that was done as a tip of the hat to those 1940s uh, uh, detective films, but with a w- with a futuristic twist to it. But again, the the use of light and shadow is is stunning in that movie as it is in yours. Um, Thank you. Well, you know, and again, when you have a team and we always talk about, you know, the actor and this and that you have gaffers and grips that are just as amazing behind the camera.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, no, this is,
0: this film is,
1: you know, more than any a, a team effort, whereas, you know, without the gaffer, without the grips, without the art department, it's, you know, I've shot a bunch of short films without a team and, <laughs> It's two actors talking in front of a white wall. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's not, <laughs> you know, that what you're talking about, just those striking visuals and stuff, it's like that can only be pulled off with a team and, you know, finding a good team and then trusting that team to bring their A game to the table. Our team was amazing. And I think one of the things of a director is letting everyone else bring their skill set to the table, but then just kind of fitting it all together as a cohesive whole. So it's like there's a couple shots in the movie where, you know, we're doing the take, I'm watching it at monitor. And then I like walked away from honor because I knew this wasn't working and like pull out my iPhone and like start trying out other angles. And, you know, I didn't want to interrupt the actors, but it's like, I'm trying out another angle. And then I'm like, cut, all right, put the camera here. And it's like, it wasn't in the shot list. We didn't storyboard. We didn't even talk about it, but it was like, you know, putting, you know, like there's several shots where we just put it on the floor on a sandbag and pointed it up at the actors. And it just, creates a much more dynamic feel because you know back in you know 40s 50s when everything's was shot in studios you never had those low angles because you'd see off the set and you'd see you know all the lighting grid and everything and so a lot of cinema just you know they stay eye height and they don't drop it down to the floor and get that really low dramatic angle but that's something that we want because we're shooting on location everywhere it's like we wanted to do that a lot
0: the trajectory of, of of the film, obviously, is to, is to get it out there, get it seen, you know, because it is show business, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, we live in a, this age now where, you know, theaters aren't opening and there's aren't those big lines going to see this. So how, how are you uh, uh, distributing the film?
1: Yeah. So it's, um, you know, we talked about theaters early on and then, you know, with things locking down and, you know, with, you know, movies like Tenant having a hard time yeah. <laughs> um, it's like okay we're just gonna go straight to digital and you know especially right now there's kind of like a gap in these big movies because they're you know do we push them off and wait for theatrical release next year do we release them digitally you know, it's like there's you know when we were talking we're like now is kind of the best time to get it out there and you know everyone is at home everyone is watching stuff at home it's like you know there's several big movies I wanted to go see in theaters mm-hmm. that I've now watched at home and you know I think the goal of every filmmaker is to, you know, have an audience in that dark room watching it on the theater. But I think the ultimate goal is just to tell stories that people enjoy and they can do that at home just as well as they can in the theater. So yeah, it's coming out uh, digitally. You can pre-order on iTunes right now, but um, Mm -hmm. on November 13th, it'll be available iTunes, Amazon, kind of uh, wherever people watch stuff at home.
0: What do you think audiences are going to pull from the film? You know, it's,
1: we, we did a, a test screening of it when we were like partially through the edit and, you know, ever since then, it's been really interesting. Cause you know, kind of like what you, um, some people attend tenant think it's super confusing. Some people love it and they have watched <laughs> it 10 times. It's one of those things where, you know, I think if audiences connect with kind of those core characters, Jack and Beth and Dave, um, you know, it's like, with that kind of sci-fi twist, it's like, it can get confusing, but the characters are confused too. Mm. And you're kind of on this emotional journey with them. And, you know, I I think, and I hope that audiences will find it re- really fulfilling on an emotional level mm. as they go on this journey with these characters. And then a few people I know who like saw the test screen, they're like, when can I see it again? Cause I, it's like, I was there, I loved it. I was down for everything. But now I want to fig- now that I know what's going to happen, I want to figure things out and see them coming because there are the little clues and the foreshadowing.
0: Uh, first day of shooting and last day of shooting, what do you remember from both of those days? Um, so
1: first day of shooting um, it was a big day we had a bunch of scenes, a bunch of locations. Um, it went super well and I was like, oh yeah, this will be no problem And then it's actually second day. <laughs> where everything went terrible. And I remember sitting on the lunch break, sitting in a room by myself thinking, how are we ever going to make, pull off this movie? How in the world? And then I like, kind of like shifted my thinking in that in that moment on that day. And it was like, all right, we're, we shoot five days then we get a weekend. You just have to survive a week. And yeah, by the last day, it was like, we had gotten into a rhythm the crew had all learned how to work together extremely well. And you know, our last day was the night shoot and we like ended at six in the morning as the sun was rising and you know, everyone went home, but it was like this kind of just emotional and emotional adrenaline high of like, we made it like I, thinking back to day two thinking, how are we ever going to made it, make it to the end of this. And then last day it was like, wow, we did it. And like, you know, we didn't even go to bed. My wife and I got, floaties and floated in the pool and just kind of sat and thought and you know like you know we're like would you do that again because you know it's our first feature film making it together and the pressure and the tension and everything it's like would you do that again it's like yeah that was great like and and it comes down to the team and when you have that team and you you know really get that camaraderie and you get that um you just get in that groove of working together then it's like anything's possible
0: yeah, and I think everybody feels you know we're all in it together. At one point, you become a family, um, you know, where every everybody is pulling for the good. Absolutely, absolutely. This celebrity interview is sponsored by. I'm Annette Savarella with Pia Anderson Moss Hoyt, Utah's leading
1: entertainment law firm, serving clients nationwide. We provide solid, attentive representation focusing on minimizing risk, reducing cost, and protecting the reputation and privacy of our clients. Our goal is to provide you with the legal representation you need to make the right decisions and to protect you and your creative works. Call or email me for a free consultation.